0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. This is episode 31. Uh, as usual, we are brought to you by Wolf Tracks T-Shirts and Designs. Uh, owner-operator Steve Likens is out there to get whatever artwork you have for him, or can even draw up some new original stuff for you, and can put it on all kinds of cool things. Uh, you know, get your business out there, your band, whatever. But, uh, you know, talk to this guy. He's a good artist. He's a good worker. Hit him up at 910-538-2474. Or find him at Wolf Trex T-shirts and Designs on Facebook. Uh, so strap in and get ready for episode 31. We got a lot of shit to cover this week.
1: Off. Jamming good with weather and, and the spiders from Mars, they've played it left hand, but made it too far. Became the special
2: <laughs> that is the world's are the words. <coughs> Officially. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start a website that just does it. All I do is take the crazy shit Jonathan Davis says and just and write it out just phonetically. Like, phonetic scats. Dapu datin 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 a
0: I feel like there's gotta be a dude out there who's like fucking finally. Right. I've been trying to figure this shit out for years. What is he saying? I, mean, I don't
2: understand.
0: I need scat translation.
2: Scattranslation.com. <laughs> ScatTranslator.net You want to know what he's saying? How about you like a little Lou Armstrong songs? I'll I'll transcribe that shit for you. (laughs) Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. We have returned. Yeah. Episode 31. Yeah. How is everyone? I'm Josh. I'm Ian. And we come to you in a somber state right now. Yeah, we're feeling
0: pretty uh, pretty chill.
2: Because uh, it has not been a great couple weeks, or great week since we last no. uh, talked to you. We not have for lost heroes. so many fucking awesome people. Yeah. So we are going to take a moment to talk about those people. Yeah. Starting off with the biggest one for the two of us to have lost, which is David Bowie. Totally. I so know everyone... <laughs> we put the podcast up like as... <laughs> this was all going on so we know a week has happened now but yeah. still we don't want to we didn't want to not acknowledge it yeah. uh, as someone that was very very influential on both of us obviously last week when we broke we were planning on listening to his new album and coming back and talking about it yeah. not knowing that he would be dead yeah um but we have we'll do that all right now we'll just yeah. talk about we're just going to talk a little bit about bowie and talk a little bit about his new album and his career in general and I don't know. I know De- Bowie means a lot to you. Yeah, definitely. I know he's a huge influence and a huge uh, artist that you're, I mean, gigantically into. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, he's always been a hero of mine, well, for a long time at what, least. What's you know. your,
2: what are your thoughts this week?
0: I mean, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to lose yeah. somebody like that because you look at someone like Bowie and you go, there's never going to be a world where we're not... Having new Bowie music, you know, it's like he's a, he's the one of those few artists that has been steadily doing stuff, a constant for fucking ever, yeah, for as yeah. long as music has been, uh, you know, this for as sort long as either thing. of us have
2: been alive, yeah, exactly. Literally, this guy's been making music consistently, and not just consistently, but like well, mm-hmm. like you know, he's not like yeah. one of these
0: older acts that's churning out shit, right? Like he's, no, he's it's still... always gotten acclaim for the stuff that he's done, yeah. uh, big time, yeah, and. I mean, that's. I think that's the hardest thing to think that like this, this is the last Bowie album. Like, it this is. Is it? Maybe. Maybe. maybe you yeah. Know I Bowie, mean, that's true. He's probably got something up his fucking sleeve. Yeah. We don't even realize. Well, we we you know. do know this. There is one
2: more video. Yeah. For Black Star, for one of the songs on Black Star, I'm not sure what it is, and like, it's so specific that even like the directions on when to release it were in, like. In his last wishes. Yeah, it was like, supposed to be a posthumous. wait until this much time after I'm dead
0: and release the video. So <laughs> we have one, at least we have a video. So at least there's that, yeah. I mean, so there, yeah, there could theoretically be all kinds of stuff. I mean. We will still see something new yeah, from David Bowie. Yeah, definitely. He's, and I mean, that's one of those things that like, he is one of these artists that like, he's not going to be gone. Like. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big things, especially listening to the song Black Star. Like, that somebody will come and take that place. You know, there's always going to be somebody that will I stand. And, and I think, you know, I mean, you know. Yeah, we like to to think that there is somebody out there that has been influenced enough by him to be the next sure. version, you know, or at the very least be somebody to speak for the things that Absolutely. he did. Uh And to maybe even just be somebody to cross the boundaries of music like he did. I mean, that dude never stuck with one genre. He never stuck with never. one anything. His, he was a chameleon above all else, I feel like. You know, he was constantly changing what he was doing and how he was working. But at the end of the day, always stayed true to that. Basically, just fucking do your thing. You know, he was a without words there's there's very few words
2: he absolutely without a doubt i mean like no one no one state has ever stayed that relevant yeah for their entire career the rolling stones might still be putting music out and stuff like that or and playing and stuff like yeah. that but no one's like waiting on bated breath right. for that next rolling stones album he was still fucking relevant black yeah. star is relevant it's relevant yeah it's not t- it's not dated because of his age right it doesn't seem like an old man's music well he's
0: always changed with the times you know i mean and he he did more of the the dancey music thing in the within the 80s and and kind of went towards that stuff and uh, i mean fuck he worked with trent Reznor, you know in the early yeah. 2000s you know that's one, so, of the, I mean,
2: one of my favorite things about like that i'm afraid of americans like i think you've talked about that about how
0: like that's a nine-inch nail song that david bowie, bowie is on singing it. on yeah, yeah definitely and i mean that's i think that's one of the things that's so cool about it too is that he he was such a big ego, but he wasn't afraid to step aside and work with somebody in that way. Sure. You know, to make it such a Trent Reznor song that just has David Bowie influences Mm -hmm. in it and has David Bowie fucking there. You know, and I think that, I mean, that's just what he was. You know, he was always evolving and always working with people and always doing something new and something different. Um, And taking like, he was one of those guys that took
2: himself completely seriously, but not at all seriously. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Interesting dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I even love like, I love him playing Tesla. Yeah, yeah, the prestige. It's, yeah.
0: Like, it's that's so, so cool. And I mean, even seeing stuff like uh, there was a video that went around Facebook um, maybe like six or seven months back, uh, where he's like seventeen or something. He's a teenager, and he's on British television talking about young men with long hair and how they shouldn't be discriminated against. Now he's tired of dudes asking if uh, if they can hold his purse and shit like that. You know, even as a as a young dude, he was out there and he was doing his fucking thing, and he didn't give a shit. He was gonna be, he was gonna be him. He was yeah. going to do what he was going to do. And he didn't think anybody needed a fucking excuse. It didn't matter, yeah. you know, And he, fuck you for asking for yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Um, something that's, that came out this week um, that I'm going to play a little snippet of if the listeners at home haven't heard. Uh, um, this guy by the name of Terry Urban uh, released a thing called Biggie Stardust, yeah. which I am fucking in love with. It's amazing. Um, so we're going to take a lo- little listen to this real quick and see what you guys think of it.
0: What
1: did David Bowie
0: think about David Bowie?
1: I'm an Lugator. I'm a Mala Papa coming for you. I'm an allocator. I'm a Mala Papa comin' for you. I'm a Lugator. I'ma Mala Papa comin' for you. I'm an allocator. <laughs> I'm a Malapapa. <laughs> <laughs> I take totes of the marijuana smoke. Oh, you want to choke gun smoke, gun smoke? You'll for mayor, the rat slayer, the whole delay.
2: Motherfucker, say your prayers.
1: Hail Mary, full of grace. Smack the bitch in the face. Take her Gucci back. And a north face. Jappa, if she acts funny with the money, oh, you got me mistaken, honey. I don't want to break you. I just want the.
0: Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. I love that. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's, uh, those
2: lyrics are from a Biggie song that you don't know. Uh, after he died they did uh, they took all this stuff that was left over from him and made this duets album Mm. so that song is him it's called Dead Wrong right it's him and Eminem it's fucking amazing okay Eminem's verse on that song actually strangely enough is one of his it might be his best, best verse ever oh shit oh it's so good that's cool Oh, it's so good. There's seven different levels of devil worship in horses, heads, human sacrifices, cannibalism, candles, and exorcisms, animals having sex with them, camels, mammals, and rabbits. But I don't get into that. I kick the habit. Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So Bowie, um, so let's talk about Black Star. Yeah. Since we both listened to it. Um, and I know it's been talked about in, in, uh, to no end lately. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, I mean, especially because of how relevant it is, not only to yeah. music, but to what was happening with
2: him. The, the dude very, very obviously knew that he was going to die. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, when you listen to, like, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm up in heaven, like, he's even talking, like, he, it's constantly, and then he yeah. walks a video to Lazarus. Oh, yeah. Lazarus is someone who came from the, back from the dead, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just all, maybe he's going to come back from the dead. Yeah, that's, that
0: was my first thought when I was, I was like, wait a minute, Lazarus, but like Lazarus is we um, coming
2: back. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, fuck, it's just... Um, all seven songs are cool. Yeah. But I think that the black star Lazarus combo is the, is what defines the album. (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
0: It's, I mean, obviously those two specifically are the big swan song thing. You know, that's the whole, this was his end. That was like, we were talking about, we were at the end of the podcast last time. And, uh, we were like, well, let's listen to what's on Spotify. We're like, no, we'll just listen to the, the, the album the next day and it's like if right. we would have listened to him that night we would have been like oh shit like we would have known yeah i mean that's one of those things like he fucking knew but i mean he knew for 18 months yeah he just, and in true bowie fashion he didn't tell anybody no he kept it he didn't to announce the chest. it to the yeah. world he just he was, did his own thing until he it was turned his death over. into a piece of art yeah exactly the
2: dude is fucking amazing yeah. fucking amazing yeah. i mean and like you said there's just been so many different parts of his career where you can be like Well, I don't necessarily care for that part of it, but I love this part. Yeah, exactly. It can can appeal to so many different people for so many different reasons.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think this album does that a lot, too. Like, this breaks genres a lot, like, especially compared to anything he'd ever done before. I mean, like, the mood is very different. I mean, it's obviously very much like
2: almost electronic music. Yeah. Some of it sounds like Radiohead. Yeah.
0: Some of it sounds like a straight band. Well, that was like uh, the saxophone, particularly in Black Star, was reminiscent of that uh, Moon Hooch group I was talking about that has that sort of like dubstep electronica Mm -hmm. mixed with the sax sounds. Like, it's. It's really cool. That's one of the. He's always had a great ear for saxophone. I've always loved like the the shit that he's had throughout his yeah. catalog. But this has some of the most fucking interesting sax stuff I've ever heard. Like mm-hmm. it's really weird and it's it's trippy. It's very yeah, it really is. It's experimental mm-hmm. sounding. It you seems know? like something that Zappa would
2: have written for his horn section. Yeah, totally. Like, in a big way. That's, what, that's the whole time I was thinking it's that very avant garde pushing jazz and rock together. Yeah, kind definitely. Of thing. I really dug it. Weird let's, let's, beats and everything. Um, we'll listen to like. A little uh, snippet of Black Star. Um, it, it is. It, it is an opus. It's a nine, almost a ten-minute song. Yeah, it's a nine. It it's is a ten-minute, nine-minute, yeah. fifty-seven seconds. So it's a ten-minute song. Um, let's just check out a little bit of Black Star by David Bowie. <laughs> See this. This to me sounds like. One of his favorite bands of today Because yeah. this is a dude who's always loved all the new bands yeah. And this sounds like TV on the radio Oh definitely And he was huge fans and friends with those he guys He said there's a
0: lot of uh, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly in yeah. it too
2: Which I think you can hear with That voice mm-hmm. That sounds mm-hmm. like something Yep yeah. I will say that the the album has a very live feel to it also. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, like it doesn't feel necessarily like it's tracked out. And everyone's done. Like, there's a lot of points where it seems like they're performing together. Right. And the reason because that is because they did. Oh, nice. This isn't his usual band. Right. That plays with him. This is uh, the New York City based jazz combo that Donnie McCaslin uh, Mm. fronts or or leads. Right. And he basically hired them to be the Black Star band. Oh, okay. So that's who plays all this stuff. Like, that's why there's all those, like, there's so many free jazz runs yeah. in the background. Yeah, there's a little like flute that. bit just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Which is just like what Kendrick's doing where he's touring mm-hmm. right now in he Austin City Limits with that jazz ensemble is his band. Right, right. Fucking incredible. That's so incredible. cool, yeah. That's so cool. Um, and then we have Lazarus which, you know, like we said, definitely which sounds way
1: more traditional Bowie too. Yeah. Danger. Smooth. I've got nothing left to lose. I'm so high it makes my brain whirl. Drop my cell phone down below.
2: Only David Bowie can talk about a cell phone in a song and not sound like he's dating something. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
2: Whatsoever. Um yeah, man. So like let's let's just let's go back and talk about Bowie just in general. Like like what are the standout what's the standout stuff for you that you really remember?
1: Well,
0: I mean I I really first got introduced with with Ziggy Stardust, I think. Okay. And as much as I love that album, I actually like it's one of the ones that I go back to less than all the other ones. Sure. Um, I what really got me hooked was um, a combination of Aladdin Sain and Hunky Dory. Okay. That like they're both so very different and yet have the same voice. I mean, that's the thing about mm-hmm. him. He is so different, but his voice is always Bowie. You know, you yes. always know that that's a Bowie song. And uh, I don't know, like I just, they're both fucking just great albums all the way, but I've liked everything through his entire catalog. I mean, there's at least one track on every album that I fucking will get down to.
2: Yeah. And I'm the same way. Like, like man, Hunky Dory is so good. It's so good. And just every look, at, like, the, look at the monsters though that are on it. Queen Bitch. Changes. Life on Mars. Oh, You Pretty changes, Things. Fucking... Song for Bob Dylan Yeah I mean there's just Some fucking great shit On that Aladdin Sane Has got some amazing Stuff on it You know I mean These personas That he would just Take on You know Even though Aladdin Sane Is still Ziggy
0: Yeah To a degree Yeah yeah. Well yeah Um
2: Oh, it definitely yeah, is. It's definitely like, Ziggy, that yeah, it's definitely Ziggy. He's still, when he did that he album, he was still doing the Spiders us. from Mars stuff. Did I tell yeah. you the story about how he just gave up? <laughs> like at the end of one of his shows, he's just like, done. This is the last song you'll ever hear by Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from the Mars. Band and the didn't band didn't even realize. No yeah, Even last year's The Next Day, or two thousand thirteen, a few years ago. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, The Next Day was fucking oh, good. It was a really good album, There's yeah. There's some really good shit on I it. I liked it a lot. He's just for me. It's it is definitely Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Um. When you look like you know Starman. Yeah, definitely. Fucking Ziggy, right. Silver City, and then and I, lo- I always I loved when love I always loved it, yeah, but I love then it like when it gets reused later in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. it cements as my favorite Bowie song of all time. Yeah, really. You can't put those two things together. And not yeah, evoke that's something true. In me, you know <laughs> yeah, I mean? that's like, true.
1: I definitely read like, that. Oh
2: my God, the Starman's <laughs> music is in space. This is <laughs> the, the best, best thing stars. ever. Yeah. Um, something I'd like to go back and talk about real quick, since we're on Bowie. Um, one of my favorite Bowie things of all time. Let me let me get to it right here. Um, which most people, I love those moments whenever some people don't even know that a cover is a cover. Right. Um, so like for years and years, people didn't realize. Maybe not for years and years, but a lot of people never knew that this was a cover song. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of it right here for you. But what I'm talking about is Nirvana's "Oh yeah. the Man Who Sold the World. I didn't know this was a David Bowie really? song until like, later on. I didn't figure out David Bowie
0: until my 20s. At the end of it, he says this is a Bowie song.
2: Yeah, but I don't know if I've never paid attention to right. it or what. Well, plus, I, don't, I saw it when it happened, right. but I was also the kind of dude that would be like, once the fucking cheering starts on that uh, unplugged album, I go to the next song. Oh yeah, because I have my fucking stereo so loud that that cheering and clapping—it's insane. So I don't yeah. wait for him to be like, "That was a Bowie he's song." Like, no. After they get done, I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> click to the next track." Dead with the- Um, but you know, and it just shows how many people he's influenced. Yeah, it really does show like how big of a deal he is to a lot of people. Have you seen the picture of David Bowie's fiftieth birthday? I'm not sure. Um, it's just a backstage picture. Um, and like to see. <laughs> The fucking people who are all standing backstage, it's just they're all sitting on a couch. Bowie, and it's like David Bowie, the Foo Fighters, <laughs> the Cure, the Pixies, Sonic Youth, Smashing Pumpkins. Like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Greatest party. Ever. Um, I think there's a DVD of that concert because there was a, yeah, there is. There was a huge concert um, that went along with it. Here's the picture, yeah. So we'll throw this up on the website, but this is like,
0: oh, that's awesome.
2: Like, it's just like Robert Smith, Billy Corrigan, Dave Grohl, Pat Smear. It's like everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like anybody you can imagine is all hanging out with them, which just shows like how, especially how much of that nineties yeah. people who were pushing rock and new wave kind of together. And like, oh, they'd, they'd like, grown
0: up listening to that stuff, you know? Yeah. you, and
2: don't, you don't think the fucking Pixies love David Bowie. For real. Yeah. <laughs> of course they of do Of course they do Yeah there's a uh, Oh shit yeah they do a fucking Okay So he does Hello Space Boy" with the Foo Fighters He does Seven Years in Tibet with Robert or with Dave Grohl He does Quicksand with Robert Smith I'm Afraid nice. of Americans with Sonic Youth He does Queen Bitch I'm Waiting for the Man Dirty Boulevard and White Light White Heat With Lou Reed Oh wow! All the Young Dudes with Billy Corgan Nice Wow, that's fucking badass i wanna I'm not to find this that's pretty it. great, yeah. yeah, um, so anyway, David Bowie hearts out to him, um just like a, you know anybody else who's got a fucking brain in their head right now we're all pretty upset yeah. about losing Bowie, but all and also pretty mystified, yeah, um, but then we also found out that uh Alan Rickman died, yeah, so then we lose that was Alan. another
0: big punch in the gut, yeah, Who is Alan Rickman for you for always?, uh, wow, that's actually really hard, uh Hans. He's Hans Gruber. He's always Hans first. He's for me number one's Metatron. See, I was gonna go Metatron, but I always, I always go back to Hans. But yeah, that's that's my favorite role of his. I'm gonna go
2: Hans fourth. Yeah, fourth. Okay. For me, it goes uh, Metatron. Right. The sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, totally. Then we go to Severus Snape. Okay. And then I'll then I'm Hans Gruber. He's Snape before Gruber. huh? He is. Yeah. I've, I I've watched the Harry Potter movies a lot more. I've than I've seen Die the first Hard. two. I never really got. Really? Uh, yeah.
0: I just. I mean, I kind of should have, but I just. Kind of didn't. At Especially, the time, I didn't really get and into I really like
2: this week that I want to. Uh, th- he always talked about how, you know, when they started shooting the movies, there were only three books into the books. Right, right. But she had already, J.K. Rowling had already, she knew the whole thing. Yeah. She knew it all. And to prove that, uh, Alan Rickman was always like she told me something when we first started shooting the movie that made me understand the character through all of it. Right. And if you know what happens with Snape through the story, he was actually in love with Harry Potter's mom, and he's protecting Harry through the entire story. Uh. Although he's posing as a villain with the bad guys, he's he actually kills Dumbledore to remain uh, undercover, and right? Like that. And Dumbledore knows, and he's like, "Kill me." He like oh, knows shit. he has to, like so. And then, and then now someone has taken I I all of read uh, these books. <laughs> Yeah. I now someone the has taken all of the Snape stuff. Right. And put it in chronological order where you can watch the story of him losing her and Harry's dad making fun of him, being a shit to him as he grew up Oh, and wow. fucking it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And she's and he said that she told him something at first and he would never say what it was. He said, I'll take it to my grave. Right. Which he did. But she the wait this week, she's like, I told him what the meaning behind always is. Which if you watch it and you understand like that's it's Like to love someone after they're dead, right? And to love the, like, to love someone so much that you'll protect a child they had with another man instead of you, right? Like, it's pretty interesting, yeah, huh? But uh, yeah, Rickman, god damn it, yeah. I am the Metatron, the one true voice of God. (laughs) I fucking love Alan Rickman. Such a great role,
0: and just every, I mean, I wish I had had the the effects thing set
2: up here when I did that. I could make it all. (laughs) I am the
0: Metatron. I'm doing it. (laughs) You're doing it.
2: No, I'm not. I I take some time to figure out. We're looking for interns once again over yeah. right here at the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast. I can't figure all this shit out. Yeah,
0: we could use. And then a we lost hand. Bob Denver.
2: Yeah, which if no one knows who Bob Denver is, that's Gilligan. Yeah, so not a huge deal. No, I do I love mean, that Bob Denver was a stoner his entire life though. He <laughs> yeah, didn't give that's, a fuck. that's great, right? He's like he's like sixty three <laughs> years old getting arrested with weed in the fucking. It looked like airport. fucking Shaggy. Anyway. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. Um, and then just literally twenty minutes before we started recording this, uh, news came out that Glenn Fry was dead. Yeah, so. Which sucks, but also, man, I hate the fucking Eagles. Yeah. That's a Lebowski <laughs> reference. I, yeah. like the, I love the Eagles. And uh, yeah, I remember my great. mom listening to a lot of Eagles when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember her getting the Hell's Freeze Over uh, yeah. album and listening to that, which is like one of the biggest selling albums of all time to yeah. this day. It's, it's like insane. in the top five or yeah. something. It's, it was huge yeah. at the time. And that live version of Hotel California oh, is yeah. rock and roll history. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so Glenn Frey. We, so we lost a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Um did, and Glenn Frey, the original person that did "Out on the New old Today," I saw deadheads sticking on a yeah, yeah, Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, that's a Glenn Frey. Yeah, Boys Man, of Summer, the yeah. Boys of Summer. Yeah. Well, that sucks. At least we, do
0: we still have Peter Cetera?
2: Is he I th- still I around? I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Power of love, baby. Um. So yeah, yeah so, lost a lot
0: of really important people across all kinds of different boards. You know, I mean, that's... yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. So oh. we're gonna.
2: Stop this segment of the podcast because this is heavy and, and sad, uh, <laughs> But uh, we just want to you know throw our condolences out there for specifically you know Rickman and Bowie because they really did mean who a really, lot to
0: us, you know. Yeah,
2: fucking meant a lot to both of us, yeah. you know. I mean, for years and years, I just like those guys were constant stuff, like, yeah. I mean, I even really like Alan Rickman in Love Actually, yeah, which my yeah, wife is. He's, he's good every year. in that, yeah. it's a good movie, he's great in it, yeah. He's an asshole, cheating yeah. <laughs> not his wife, but he's good at it, <laughs> right? Um, so Let's hit the highlights.
0: Yeah, let's, let's talk start about going some through happy stuff. stuff.
2: Let's start with Netflix. Netflix oh, yeah. announces a Punisher spinoff before the Deadpool season two has even come out. We
0: haven't even fucking seen the dude in action yet. Now yeah. They're
2: ready to go full season. This is all based off of reactions of pre-screenings. Yeah by execs and by test audiences, they have been so fucking astoundingly positive. I kind of figured like, this was going to happen fuck anyway. yeah. Yeah.
0: And, the, and everybody who loves this shit has wanted a good Punisher for forever. Yes. And I think the best way to do him is in a serial format, yeah. I think. It's, it works in the comics. That's why a lot of comic stuff works anyway. Mm-hmm. Serial format. You can build up all kinds of shit. You can build a lot of character development. I, feel like I think it's cool. Sometimes
2: I feel like this episodic format is way more conducive to comic books than film Yeah. unless you're doing origin stories or giant Battles. Like a, yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah, like a like a big film. I but then agree. Some stuff. I don't think that a, a Guardians live action show would be great. I don't know. I'd watch the fuck the out. The animated one's good.
0: They travel around the fucking yeah. galaxy and do cool shit, man. That would be a fucking sick. Yeah, show. Yeah,
2: but it also could be really watered down. Yeah, that's but true. It's, we're talking Netflix though. Yeah, too, so. and I
0: mean we're talking Marvel. They're not yeah. going to hire shitty subpar writers to get this stuff done. I mean, um, they do hire Jeff Loeb for a lot of stuff. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry Jeff
2: Loeb you're you're part of uh, the long Halloween I love you guy but some of your choices (laughs) Um, you know and also at the same time they announced we're going to get a second season of Jessica Jessica Jones Jones. yeah with the Jessica Jones announcement they've announced that these shows are going to start overlapping way more okay
0: and that uh, was something that I was talking to uh, to Colin about today because yeah. we were like this is becoming a lot you know it's yeah. like I love the idea of uh, Daredevil season 2 which will obviously eventually be a Daredevil season 3 and then we're getting Jessica Jones season 2 and we're getting a Punisher season 1 and we're, well, we're all still also getting Luke Cage and we're mm-hmm. still also getting Iron Fist we're still yeah. also getting the Defenders that's a maybe. fucking lot of stuff maybe think I also, they're hear, back that, away I also from... hear that Iron Fist is kind of they've already said from... that like twice and then they keep being now like that, nah
2: well now but... the Punisher thing I think that oh. I think they're going to turn the Defenders into Luke Cage Jessica Jones Punisher and fucking and, and just sort
0: of ignore Iron Fist. Yeah. Which is kind of lame because as much as I love this grounded thing that they're doing with the series is it would be cool to see more of the the wacky part of Marvel slip in which well, is let, what let Iron him, uh, Fist stuff
2: is, you know, but... Yeah. Iron Fist plays so well with Spider-Man
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he's two. an interesting character and I love the whole fucking, you know, Shaolin, Fist mm-hmm. in magic, in comic book concept. Yeah. It's really fucking cool, you know, and we don't really have a lot of that, like, like karate heroes anymore, right. you know that kind of thing. I mean, right. and I think that would be kind of neat to see again. But
2: that would be cool if they play. I mean, especially, but you know, it all depends on who is playing Iron Fist. Yeah. Right now, with all the uh, rumors of Ryan Philippi, I just yeah I can't get excited about yeah, it. I'm I don't want to damn super it stoked either, about him, but, but I'm not super fired
0: up about Ryan Philippi. Yeah. They, uh, you know, the thing that they keep saying for Marvel, though, is they keep winking and being like, don't listen to everything you read. So I think they don't fucking have any idea. I think yeah. that Iron Fist, if anything, is just super in limbo right now. It's,
2: it's a hard property to figure out what to do with them. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's already weird and amidst all these other weird things. And, uh, you know, they're already having to show the world uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, who most People, normal, not normal people, but you know what I mean? People who aren't average, average avid comic no readers have no idea. idea who they are. Uh, they're bringing back Daredevil, which was a goddamn terrible movie and had a big stigma on it, but turned out great. Same with The Punisher. I mean, the movies are not considered good. I like Over them. the
2: weekend, the small clip. Every weekend, just so the listeners, if you guys, you guys don't know this, but every weekend, um, we might know the first part of this. iTunes, from Friday through Monday, will run a different movie for $5 right. to buy. Right now, it's Hoosiers. I don't really care much about Hoosiers, but... Um, And then there's sometimes there's other flash deals that you find on there. And over the weekend, Daredevil was $3. Oh, nice. And still not worth it.
0: Not worth $3, no. I
2: already bought it once. Oh. I didn't know what it was. I'd never seen it. (laughs) This is back when I had cable before streaming. Oh, right. Or I didn't have cable and it was pre streaming. So, like, I would just buy movies. Right, right. And I was just like, oh, fuck yes, there's a Daredevil Daredevil. movie. (laughs) It's a comic book movie. I'm going to like it. And I got it. And I, like, it took me three times watching it before I didn't fall asleep. Yeah. So bad. (laughs) I just kept falling asleep and waking up with, like, Kingpin on his knees in his office, like, "Mm, damn you, Daredevil. (laughs) Like,. Ah, it didn't make any sense at all whatsoever. What a travesty. Right? Yeah. Uh, while we're on Marvel News, we don't have this on our list of uh, topics. Okay, um, but some more information has come up about how Spider-Man is going to be introduced into Civil War. Okay. And you and I have talked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but we haven't talked about it on the show. And that is uh, supposedly, you know, you got to think, like, we're talking that Spider-Man has been, is, is 16. He's a, is 15, he's a 15 or 16 yeah. right now, uh, the way we're going to do it in these comics. So, Early high school. This Iron Man slash Marvel thing has been going on for over a decade now. So right. this kid has grown up seeing Tony Stark and Iron Man and idolizing, idolizing heroes. Yeah. So, and Tony through S.H.I.E.L.D. has been monitoring him. Right. You know, as I say, we got, well, we got guys that crawl. We got guys that swing. We right, got, right. Um, so like supposedly he uh, approaches Peter. Right to get him to join up on his side of everything in Civil War and to sweeten the deal, he's got the Iron Spider suit. Right. Supposedly. And then eventually, obviously, Peter would drop that, switch yeah. sides, right, and go to what we're going to know as the new Spider-Man Regular costume. or old Spidey, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, which is interesting, but the thing that I brought up, and I've been hearing some other people talk about it, and I think it's the most important part is I hope that that means that it, we don't see uh, Peter being like an engineer in and of himself. Yeah. I don't want that to remove the idea of him building his own suit and, and doing I don't think his it's own gonna... things. And I, and I hope not. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it wouldn't, it makes sense to, to keep iron spider separate and everything. They've but
2: they've even said in a lot of stuff, like one of the important things about this is that he is a super gifted kid. And that he's very, very smart, and he does this stuff on his own. Like that's one of the main things about Spider-Man. When you're a kid and you're reading these comics, you're like, "Oh shit, he's like me." He's a nerd, and he's—he's he's not thirty-three, right? Built like a fucking brick shit house, like yep. a, like a like John Jones from the UFC. He's a like, young,
0: smart man who can build things and, yeah. and, and is you know quick-witted, but also and, nerdy and, and fuck weird. Fuck, I wish I could get bit by a radioactive <laughs> yeah, spider for exactly. crying out loud! I want to swing all over this fucking place, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the things that's always appealed about him in general. Yeah, he's more of an everyman character or at least to start because he is a young every boy. Dude. Every boy, yeah, exactly. Well and you know every, every He's an every boy. Every teenager has grown up to be you know, or you know, the nerdy ones want to be a superhero and that yeah. kind of thing. And to get to see that happen and to get to see the the uh the kid who'd rather build a radio than, you know, go play sports, get yeah. the girl and be the yeah. badass hero. is such a cool thing to see. Yeah, you know?
2: I think we were those kids. I think we were the kids that were kinda of like oh look at this thing that I've got that I've done. It's really, really cool. And everybody was like Fucking queer, <laughs>
0: you know, like
2: right. you idiot kid. I don't. When I say that, Nerd. I don't mean anything about gay people. I mean queers and weird. Yeah. Um. You
1: know. Not to
2: not to queer things up, but um. <laughs> so I. I mean, I've have always loved fucking Spider Man. Oh yeah, totally. Spider Man and Wolverine are still my favorite heroes in the Marvel universe. Yeah. They're just their movies aren't great.
0: Yeah. Uh, um. And, you know, it's funny too because they are everybody's favorite heroes. Really. I mean, yeah. On a majority level, like those two are the biggest selling Marvel sure. characters. And. It's so weird to see them be in, in such shitty things. They're yeah. not getting handled right. But, again, they're because, not home. Because they were the first
2: two fucking characters to get sold out yep. when the shit got fucking bad yeah, from Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Because they're, they
0: were the marketable ones. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones they could dump yep. off. And it's the ones that nobody's getting rid of because they're marketable.
2: But you know what? They are marketable. But the people who have them aren't fucking. It's like, it's like you have a power. You don't know how to wield. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? like, yeah. They're taking. Marvel's taking the B team. <laughs> Marvel's got Ant-Man <laughs> Right And fucking Hulk Which is great But yeah. you know like You look at like Falcon Yeah And Wasp <laughs> And Ant-Man Like these guys are not Fucking top tier characters Right And they're slaying these they Motherfuckers doing over so here They're so
0: great Yeah you know, and, and like while they do get bigger box-off numbers, we still fuck up because we're going to go see the Sony Spider-Man movie. Sure. We're going to go see the Fox Wolverine movie every fucking time. Yeah. You know, and they already have our money after that first. Yeah. They don't give a shit whether or not we like it. Sure. But they are they're still losing money. They're still not doing the right thing yeah. by their properties, you know. And,
2: Even if you say, well, no, they're making money, lo- not making the money you should potentially be making is the same as losing money. Yeah, that's true. Concerned. Yeah, most definitely. So if you have a property that could be pulling in a billion dollars like Star Wars does and you only pull in $350 million, you're fucking something. You're up. Fu- fucking losing money in my opinion you're not making what you should be making yeah definitely you know if you if you are uh, the best fucking whatever chef yeah plumber right something (laughs) and you're not asking from you're not getting what you deserve out of yourself then you're fucking you're losing totally you're losing money same thing with this in my opinion if you have the fucking x-men right you have the greatest superhero team in the history of the world right and you are only making 300 million dollars each movie yeah Five hundred million dollars, bit like that's a, that's huge for them, <laughs> right? You shouldn't be. No, you sh- these X Men movies at this point, after this time, X Men movies should be just as big and just a part of our culture as Star Wars is. Totally, there's only been seven Star Wars movies. Yeah, you could have. There's how I many <laughs> things? Okay, X one, X two, X three, right?
0: Uh, first, first class, first class, uh, Days Day of Future of past, past, Wolverine one, yeah, Wolverine two, yeah. Now we're gonna You're have at seven, apocalypse. And we then, have yeah. apocalypse,
2: Deadpool, third Wolverine, yeah. X factor right so you're at 11 Now this should be more in the public consciousness Yeah it should be the biggest
0: fucking Thing ever
2: it should be yeah definitely Not no because they make fatal mistakes In every fucking film yeah because they don't They think they're better than the
0: source Material right yeah exactly yeah You know that's the thing I've never understood Particularly when it comes to like spider-man you've Got so much fucking material In the spider-man universe you have so many Redos and subplots and constant Reboots and yet they're still gonna go well what If we come up with an original idea but we don't how to fucking write a comic book, yeah. so we're not going to come up with something that fits within this character's uh, worldview or something that makes sense in this universe. Stop yeah. hiring
2: non comic people right. to do this shit. Exactly.
0: Well, he was a big fan of Spider Man when he was a kid. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. There's a
2: guy who wrote for fucking Spider Man right. right over let's here who would like to write the movie. Yeah, yeah let exactly. get him to do it.
0: And, you know, and Marvel realizes that, so they're going after, but they also have that little black book of comic book artists and comic mm-hmm. book writers that they can fucking sure. go from. But. Do you think.
2: Uh,
0: oh. My phone starts ringing in the middle of a podcast. Sorry. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: But do you think like,
2: it's not like writers can just fucking write their own check or say what they fucking want to take. If someone, uh, they can't like, they can't just rely on that. If anyone came to them with money and said, hey, can you write, like, they're just not choosing the right people. Yeah. They're just not. No.
0: And I don't know if it's because Marvel has contracts or if maybe you know, because they would, you know. Maybe have the dibs on these dudes if they already worked with them in the past. But I don't
2: think they work like that. I don't think they have like a writing. Yeah, house I don't really. That, that is Marvel's writing, house. especially
0: not since they're pulling from people who were in Marvel's wheelhouse in the '90s. The way I, I look mean, that's who they're, is, they're yeah. using now. They're not using the, the guys who are writing currently. They're right. using the dudes who wrote in the '80s mm-hmm. and '90s. Uh, so those guys were not. Like currently doing X because Men issues and stuff because the people who
2: were kids during the eighties and nineties are the people who will go fucking put their money down in a movie theater exactly. right now. Yeah,
0: so that's who they should be give consulting. Me, give me the dude who wrote, uh, you know, the fucking Uncanny X Men. Yeah. And write an uncanny X-Men movie, mm-hmm. and I would go see the fuck out of Do that Do the genesis storyline. Yeah, line. exactly. Call
2: Jim Lee. Right, yeah. He's, he's not the best artist in the world, no. but he fucking knows the he X-Men He knows what's universe. going on. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: At least get somebody who's worked in that fucking thing. And Have Brian Posehn write Deadpool 2. Right, exactly. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be great. Well, then you look at, like, at least Sony's making the right thoughts by... Trying to get buddy buddy with Marvel At least they're smart enough to go look We obviously can't fucking do this properly Fox
2: is like fuck you and we're better than you
0: Yeah which is insane because no No they're not yeah exactly you know, and they're just going to keep churning out subpar shit, mm-hmm. and it, we're going to fucking lose the integrity. When somebody who isn't as passionate about Wolverine as Hugh Jackman right. stops being Wolverine, and they yeah. just pick some dude who's short and hairy and cute and popular on MTV and put him in the new Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. it's not going to be fucking Zach Efron, right?
2: Wolverine. Because
0: even if it's even if it's shitty, like. The first Wolverine, even though Wolverine wasn't great, but Hugh Jackman is fucking fun to watch as Wolverine. He, sure. he's good, and you sure. can watch him and at least get that out of it. I've watched the second Wolverine more than once, just because yeah. it's like huh, Wolverine's on TV, right? right. Yeah, you exactly. Know? You know he 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 does it right. So when they decide they want to go for the next big face and yeah. not actually go for somebody who gives a shit, then it's gonna really run itself into the yeah. dirt. You know, they gotta find somebody.
2: They gotta find somebody. I think they should have. I don't know. I don't know who'd be good at it. Yeah, I
0: don't either. I have no idea. Glenn Danzig. Some some little when he was younger. Some little stocky UFC guy. Yeah, find some fucking dude who does something like that. You know, there's not a lot of stocky ones though. Yeah, you know, I know that's like, true. They got to hit weight class. Yeah, like, when they're
2: shorter like that. They got to hit their weight. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're like five five, you don't want to fight at one eighty. Yeah, that's true. that's you're gonna get the fuck kicked out of you by some dude who's six I just I mean? just like, need a hero that represents us short people. I know you and do. And is fucking short. I know you do. Oh, you got well. You have Ant Man when he's small. Yeah, I guess that counts.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks.
2: Um, but speaking of all that stuff, uh, they announced this today or yesterday that Deadpool was not going to be playing in China because yeah. of the graphic violence.
0: Which I mean, that kind of makes sense. They're
1: notorious about not
2: liking
0: that kind of shit. But
2: it's it's crazy. Yeah. But and then also um, this loon loon fucking bitch. <laughs> Has petitioned Fox to to turn Deadpool into a PG thirteen movie so a six year old can watch it. Yeah, fuck off, yeah, lady. Really. not everything's for kids. Right. Your kid. Let me tell you something else. Just because it's in theaters now doesn't mean your kid can't watch it. When he gets age appropriate, he can, he can check watch it. it the fuck it. out. Yeah, yeah, and he will fucking love the shit out of it. Right. But don't make something that everyone has wanted. We've all wanted an R rated Deadpool movie oh, yeah. for so long. Deadpool's supposed to be R rated. Totally. Why does this kid even know who Deadpool is? Yeah,
0: that's my thing. Like, is he reading the Brian Posehn run currently? Right. Like. What what the fuck? Like, yeah, you know really? How fucking filthy. That is. Is he really into Deadpool? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Did he have the Deadpool game, which is full yeah. of fucking bad language? <laughs>
2: yeah. And shit? Exactly. If so, you're just parenting bad. Yeah. Your child's five. Right. That motherfucker <laughs> should go on. To, it's fine if he wants to go see Thor. Star Wars is out. Star Wars is out. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Let us have one. Right. Okay. Yes. Deadpool My son wants to see Deadpool Well then you know what Also It's rated R Right Which means that If he has a parent with him He can Yeah exactly (laughs) So just go in there And show it to him Right which is like I liked the idea of someone like 1985, <laughs> some mother being like, "Nightmare on Elm Street three needs to be brought down to PG
0: thirteen so my child can watch it." Right? Like, no,
2: it's Nightmare on well, Elm Street. It should know,
0: be rated right R. Here's the thing, though. Hollywood has kind of set itself up for this bullshit by yeah. doing things like making pr- pr- Alien versus Predator PG thirteen, yeah, and making fucking Termin- Expendables the, three, the, when the, when the, last, the last two were yeah. PG thirteen. Uh, yeah, the fucking. Um, um was, oh, The Last Expendables we was PG-13. We can't have
2: R-rated movies in this country anymore unless they're like Oscar candidates right? or um, Tarantino movies, which are usually
0: Oscar candidates. Right.
2: I mean, it, it, you can't just have R-rated movies, it seems no, like. No, they have more. to you be definitely... a gore fest mm-hmm. or
0: full of sex.
2: Or, or like you super, say, some sort of Oscar contending. Super raunchy comedies still yeah, work. You yeah. can still get a... a Those gross even out. Was, even the, even my more and more of the Galifianakis and Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn movies that are coming out are either A, direct to fucking Netflix, or yeah. B, PG-13.
0: Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, that's but true.
2: R-rated comedies. I mean, we get Ted. That's yeah. why Ted was such a big deal. Even Be- Ted was not good. Sorry, no. everybody.
0: It has some moments, It has but moments, but that's it. That's how I feel about Seth MacFarlane in general, though. Yeah. He's one of those uh, throw-everything-at-the-wall-and-hope-something-sticks kind of yeah. guys, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. He's no Matt Groening. No. American Dad, though, is amazing. I prefer Family Guy to American
2: Dad. Really? Yeah. Dude, it's way better. Well, I'm just talking about the first two seasons, because I've only really yeah. watched the first couple of seasons. American Dad is a
0: way better show than Family Guy. I think it's My Morning too.
2: Jacket on there. That's yeah. enough for me to fucking tell them they're awesome. Totally. But speaking of Matt about Groening... Groening yeah. We're going to get a third fucking Matt Greening show coming yeah. to Netflix, which is really, really, I mean, you're a Futurama man. You love me I'm Futurama, a Simpsons fucking man right? in a big way. So this is a big deal for it's us cool. to get another yeah. Greening show. Um, there's a lot of uh, speculation of what it'll be. Okay. Um, what was his old thing? Life is Hell? Yeah, with the bunnies. With the bunny. Yeah. There's, some people think that it might be that, oh. or it might be a new property. We don't know. Okay. Um, I hope it's a new property. I yeah, don't feel me too. Like, I think Life is Hell shorts would be cool. Yeah. You know,
0: and I know that that was like originally kind of like what he'd cared about back in the day, but I mean, he's done a lot since then. A lot. So I'd really like to think that he'd be more creatively. I mean, cause like, does this mean the Simpsons is going away? Because
2: I thought, I hope so. Yeah. It's run its course. It
0: needs to. Yeah. It's, it's time.
2: I mean, it's a great show and it's been a great, um, it's been a great view of America yeah. and world culture and for years and years, like so many people. Have been on The Simpsons. Oh yeah, so many things like politicians yeah. and stuff go on The Simpsons. Like anyone who you see on TV will eventually be on The
0: Simpsons. Totally.
2: Yeah. This week it's Kim Kardashian and John McCain. Like it's just the fucking. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so Maya Rudolph and Maya Angelo. You know, <laughs> you never know who the fuck is
0: going to be on the show. Right.
2: Right. Um, and I think, in the, but I think it needs a really good end. Yeah. It deserves a fitting. It doesn't need to just fizzle off, off, you know, because
0: that's what's going to happen. It's just going to eventually, they're going to get bored. They
2: They need to do like an hour long TV movie episode to finish it off. Yeah. But, uh, and like, I don't know how they would do it, but it, it needs to go away. In I a mean, cool they're, way. they're
0: already pulling a bunch of weird shit, like being yeah. like, Homer and Marge are now divorced. Like, well, these guys are running stuff. There really is nowhere to go. 27
2: seasons? Yeah. Something like that? 26 yeah. seasons? It's insane. That's fucking insane. Yeah. It's just like the South Park episode. Simpsons already Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Yeah. They, they and, fucking have done And when everything. you're on The Simpsons, you're like, we did it already. Yeah. We fucking did exactly. that.
0: Exactly. Well, that's one of the things how uh, many,
2: There There are more episodes of The Simpsons than there are days in the year. Yeah, right more yeah. than 365 episodes which is
0: insane can you think about that it's a fucking animated show think too that's that. the big thing that the i
2: think Wonder years has 117 episodes right. and it's like five years <laughs> it was on <laughs> right. this show has like fucking a thousand yeah. per, or at least at least 500 and some you know yeah. i mean 25 seasons at what 20 episodes a season at a least lot of yeah them? you know i mean so you're looking at like 600 fucking episodes there that's fucking crazy that is crazy that's crazy longevity in the world of tv yes so but I'm looking forward to it. And uh, Futurama, although not one of my favorite shows, I've always enjoyed it. God, I fucking love that show. So Five hundred and
0: eighty six episodes.
2: Yeah. Of The Simpsons. So let's do fourteen more. Right. Let's cut it. At six. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's a, a nice, nice fucking, round number. And just and, and just walk off TV <laughs> like this. <laughs> follow one. that right exactly. follow that motherfucker
0: 600 episodes who's next seriously find me the next south park show to the has that to long. go for, like
2: they have to keep going for another six or seven yeah, years yeah. they don't even do that many episodes they do like, no they really don't yeah season. they're so pretty short seasons now they have to get to 50 seasons before they can even get to them
0: <laughs> this last season was fucking amazing
2: though. they're not losing steam it's so good but they uh they pretty well told uh comedy central that before 2020 we will get kicked off yeah they're giving themselves totally. a time for like, d- We're gonna come up with <laughs> we something that'll this, get yeah. us kicked off the air.
0: Well, like you can really tell that was one of the things that I keep talking to people about. That uh, you know, since watching that documentary, that six days to air and seeing how they did that mm-hmm. stuff, you can tell that this season was not done like that. Yeah. it was very well planned out. There's yeah. a lot of intricate stuff going on. They they care about it again, I think. Sure. Or they're trying to at least, you know, and, and it's it's fucking they cool. hire, they're
2: hiring fresh writers, too. Yeah. They got some new people. In this there. new
0: season was fucking great. It was great. Tune into that shit, yo.
2: Yeah, I love me some South Park. Fuck yeah! I mean, I'm not as huge a South Park fan as you are, but I do. I mean, if South Park's on, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm down, and I'm I know enough to be able to fucking uh, hold my own with some with people, people <laughs> right. talking South Park. That's for sure. Oh, it's such a good show. Uh, so released this week, released in the past couple days. Yeah, on HBO. Yeah, for all of you Godfather fans mm-hmm. out there, if you're a fan of the Godfather, um they have done something really fucking cool. And I really, now that we talked, we talked about it earlier, but we didn't research what it actually has gone into. Oh this. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they did was they took the Godfather and the Godfather two and a fuckload of deleted scenes and extra footage. Right. And they created this seven and a half hour cut called the Godfather <laughs> epic. Right. And it is streaming on HBO go. It is, um, showing on HBO late at night. Like I guess the entire night Like you go to bed and it's <laughs> on, um, but I, I don't know if, if how much, uh... okay, so, oh, I didn't know this. So this is something that Cop- Coppola did a while back.
0: Yeah, in the 70s. It aired in
2: 79 on NBC. Yeah, I'm
0: reading that censored right Censored
2: with commercials, and then a shortened version was released later on VHS in 81. So but this is the first time ever the Godfather epic is available uncensored and without commercials. Okay, cool. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, wh- I, maybe I'm off tomorrow, maybe tomorrow I'll watch yeah. this entire <laughs> yeah, thing.
0: there you go, just sit and fucking and watch do
2: an, uh, an episode of it by, by myself, just like every couple hours I'll check in, well, Shit. This was getting uh,
0: shot. This was originally done in order to help him drum up money for Apocalypse Now. Oh. So he would asked this editor, uh, Barry Malkin, to help him put together this fucking thing to help, uh, yeah, with Apocalypse Now, because it was way over budget. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, Pre, uh, previously deleted scenes. 75 minutes worth of deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> a movie's worth. A <laughs> yeah, movie's worth that's of a, deleted that's scenes. That's an Adam Sandler movie, an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking Jesus insane. Jesus
2: Christ, that is super fucking crazy. And it's like, I wonder how many people are going to sit and fucking stream this. Because like, even though like we're not huge Godfather people, the like, Godfather is a huge fucking deal to a lot right. of oh, people. Right, oh
0: yeah. Well, it's saying here that uh, it's while interesting is kind of clunky because it should, the pacing of both movies is different enough to where it kind of uh, doesn't quite seem right they said that it's, stuff goes at sort of irregular intervals never picks up momentum too truly I guess you know when you try to splice two films like that together and to try to do it in chronological order too which is not how it was you know yeah. written and done yeah, like, it's going to be a little all over the place I'd imagine Jesus but, Christ woof that's a fucking project I mean that's That's like sitting and trying to watch Lord of the Rings.
2: So this is completely unrelated and has nothing to do with what we usually talk about on this show. Um, But I would just like to say that uh, in the past week, there have been three fucking crazy car things that have happened in my hometown, including a woman driving a car into the comfort suites, (laughs) through the front doors, getting out, lighting up a cigarette, telling everybody everything's fine, don't worry about this shit. (laughs) Drunk off her ass. Oh, she got herself a cup of coffee, lit up a cigarette, and was like, don't worry about this shit. It's all right. Then, like, a couple of days later, someone drove through someone's front door of their house Holy in the shit. middle of the night, uh, which is near a buddy of mine's house. And now, um, at the Culver's in my hometown, a woman fell out of her car while didn't realize it was in reverse, and uh, it backed over her and then fucking drug her a little bit. Oh, my God. So... Watch out, Effingham, Illinois. You guys got to fucking maybe... Oh, man. Maybe you guys rims. ought to, Maybe you guys ought to fucking uh, change the Illinois driver's test make <laughs> it a little bit harder.
0: Yeah, fucking A. Eh?
2: So, um, yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like, everybody thought Glenn was dead on... But it wound up being Glenn Fry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so what else has been going on? We have so much fucking information here. There's just been um, some shit. Oh, Kanye stuff. Yeah. So... The America's Sweetheart, Kanye West. That's how I'm always going to refer to America's him.
0: America's <laughs> Sweetheart. Yeah, most people are like, "Oh, Sandy
2: Bernhard." I'm right. like, "No, <laughs> Kanye West, America's Sweetheart." Um, I know a lot of people are going to hear this and go, "Fuck that motherfucker!" Oh, that guy. Well, you know what? He's a fucking genius, yeah. even though he's a piece of shit yeah. asshole kind of guy. Um, he's announced his new album comes out February 11th. Speculation is that Drake is going to drop his new album on February 11th, which is going to be a huge deal for the internet and right. everything. Uh, but Kanye has been releasing uh, his Good Fridays tracks the past few weeks. Um, every Friday, a new track leading up to the new album, which he did for My Beautiful Dark Listed Fantasy right. also. And uh, so there's been a few different ones. Um, I'm not going to play this right now, but like, uh, you should check them out. Yeah, check you like both him? of them out, yeah. Um, I really like the second one, No Parties, No More Parties in L.A., which is with him and uh, Kendrick. It's okay, yeah. really, really fucking good. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a big clash of the hip-hop titans on 211 this yeah. year. And I'm sure that we will review that album. Both no. of those albums probably pretty uh, heavily. In um, other hip-hop news, just want to let you go. The guys know that the Wu-Tang Clan has uh, released their own hash oil this week <laughs> uh, called Goo. Yeah. So uh, if you are <laughs> in, the in uh, where are we all at? Colorado, uh, Washington. Washington, yeah. Washington, um Washington. All the legal weed states go out there and get you some Wu-Tang-sponsored woo goo Woo goo um, Yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. Like how many of these rappers <laughs> get into the weed game? That Snoop's was the got thing? a weed. Yeah, that was when you were uh, t- Willie Nelson has his own strain of weed. It's like Cypress Hill's
0: got to get into that at Hill. some I, they point. They have one Really, yeah? yeah.
2: I think they have more than one.
0: Of course. But yeah, when you mentioned that, I was just kind of like, well, fuck. I mean, that's the hip hop game is just going to be the weed game
2: now. I like how it's <laughs> all these hip hop stars and Willie Nelson. Yeah. Like,
0: finally. <laughs>
2: finally, after 50 years of this shit, it's paying off. I got my own strain of weed. Oh, Willie Nelson. Method Man and
0: Red Man got to get together and do something.
2: I, yeah, they definitely have to.
0: Which is, it really yeah. sucks.
2: Like someone who grew up listening to a lot of Method Man, like I loved Method Man. <laughs> right? Wu Tang to Cal to Cal 2000. Right, right. Like uh, I listened to a lot of fucking Method Man when I was younger. And now that this terrible fucking filthy drug has infiltrated our country (laughs) called meth, methamphetamines (laughs) or meth, now, like, his nickname is, like, I don't even want to... It's like, the meth will
0: come out
2: tomorrow. <laughs> like, no, the meth isn't going to come out no, tomorrow. That sounds like we're going to have a real good. fucking crazy party yeah. tomorrow.
0: I had never thought about that. That totally changes. Yeah. Oh. It's the
2: meth, kid. Poor Method Man. Yeah. So, What's like, gonna he going to do now? I don't know. He just changed his name to
0: Crankenstein. He said, the Crank... crank <laughs> no, not take no, taken, too. That's not good, either. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Krankenstein. Someone get Method Man a PR guy now. Help
2: him out. <laughs> Please. Oh yeah. Um big another big thing. All right, we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep knocking out these fucking things. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Uh Cloverfield sequel. Yeah. Yes. Wolf. A very polarizing film, Cloverfield. Yeah. Some people think it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Some people think it's a fucking amazing film. The people we who thought it was the, a piece
0: of shit kept me away from it for so long. Yeah. And I I fucking, I fucking crazy people. got you to watch it. Yes. Same and thing I with my fucking wife dug it.
2: Well, my wife and I when the first time we like went away somewhere for a weekend when we were first dating, we actually went down to Tennessee. And uh, stayed at my grandparents' house. Nice. So they had a house down there. They're now both gone, RIP. Um, but we went and stayed with them, and there was like, ha- they had like an, a big giant apartment, and then next to it was a small apartment. It was one house, but it had been made that way because they it was a, it was on the river and it was a fishing place, and they'd have friends come down and stay with them all oh, the right. time, so they'd get their like their own little apartment when they'd come stay yeah. with them. It didn't have a kitchen; it was more like a hotel room, I guess. Right. Um, so we were staying over there and there wasn't cable in there. There was nothing. So we went to Target that night and we were just going to buy a movie or something to watch. And I remember, like, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. They have Cloverfield. We should watch that. And my wife was just like, are you serious? I heard that movie's fucking terrible. And I was like, are you, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I, I, oh, man. And the build up to it and the all the viral marketing. Like, this is one of the first movies that I remember a lot of viral yeah. marketing for. And, uh, like I, I fucking love this movie and I was like I saw in theaters twice like I fucking love this movie she's like alright and now she fucking loves this yeah. movie
0: she fucking saw it and she's like I don't know what people were talking about was like, right. the people that you talk to about movies are fucking They're fools dumbasses well I had the same thing is like when you told me man Clover films like no there's no fu- that fucking movie sounds awful everybody says it's awful and you're like no borrow this take just it just watch away. it And I went, oh fuck I watched it two, two times in a row too yeah. I watched it and then I was like hey Steph you gotta watch a fucking movie it's fucking amazing like yeah. it's so fun and I don't even really dig handicam films but they did it right, you know. They yeah, handled it well. T.J. Miller running who's the fucking camera, fantastic. And his name's Hud. <laughs> Hud, yeah. Heads up display, <laughs> yeah. which is fucking hilarious. It's <laughs> pretty great.
2: So, uh, yeah, but
0: so this looks fucking, like a very different movie. Totally, it's uh, yeah. not a handy cam. It's not so at it's all. Shot like a film. Yeah. Um, John Goodman, real close quarters looking.
2: What's kind her name? Thing Mary too. Elizabeth Winstead, right? Um, and from the synopsis I read, it's about a woman who is in a car crash and wakes up in this. Fallout shelter bunker right. thing that they're in, and so she's not connected with him, right? Um, and I don't know the the guy what he's doing there. Yeah, I don't know what his link to it is. Um, but and then she, he is like keeping her down there, and she thinks it's not for her own safety, right? So she's trying to get out. of He there. says that the world's been nuked, right? Which is would be a cool spin. The idea that we try to nuke this thing to yeah. death because it doesn't die at the end of Cloverfield. No, there's there's radio transmissions in the credits and stuff yeah and if you listen to him it says it's still alive yeah. or whatever so like we didn't kill it so like did we just keep fucking duking this thing the to shit the point out where of there's it? like a place in the country we can't live anymore right did we fuck the whole west or the east coast up yeah
0: that's an interesting idea. Yeah. And I'm like, so this dude just happened to be a guy who had a bunker. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about. Like looking at the poster and stuff, it's definitely like a by itself kind of farmhouse. Mm-hmm. So if it's close enough to it, it would probably be about up, upstate New York, something yeah. around that area. So Sure. Uh, yeah. So like that's but nuclear, kind of interesting. With nuclear or something like that, it could have yeah. could gone pretty far. Yeah, that's true. farther, this motherfucker could be in Ohio. Yeah, that's true. I mean, We're not really sure the state of the entire country at this point. The idea that
2: he was a doomsday prepper and
0: it's happened. It, it worked out yeah. for him, yeah.
2: Oh, I told you guys! That's <laughs> why I built
0: this fucking shelter down here. Dan Connor. Right? <laughs> he just knew it's just Dan. Well, that's the thing that I like, too, because I didn't know anything about the synopsis. I had just seen the trailer, and from the trailer, I had assumed that that was his daughter and son. Me too. And that or his daughter like, and her boyfriend. Yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. Um, but that she very much wanted to get out, which could just be a cap and fever sort of thing, but sure. you're talking about this, and it's like, oh, there's maybe a sinister possible thing going on as well, is he really looking out for her, is there something else involved? Or with the these idea monsters? that he or
2: is, and this whole Cloverfield thing is going on outside, and he is trying to protect her, but she's just, you know, maybe it's a paranoia thing. Right? And she and then she
0: gets out and realizes it's all fucked. She either gets out and gets fucked, or what kind of seems like something might be trying to she get in. She gets out and gets, gets fucked. fucked
2: by creatures. There's just dudes out there <laughs> with just big swinging dicks, just waiting for a girl to come out there. It's like, don't go out there, you'll get fucked. <laughs> Dad, I'm doing it. There go. go. She goes out there, dick, dick, <laughs> dick, 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 everywhere. And all the monsters say it's dick. I mean, they just have giant dicks. Dick, <laughs> dick, 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 dick. This is hell. <laughs> no wonder John Goodman doesn't want to go out there so bad. Yeah, exactly. But I'm interested in seeing what this yeah, is. Me and too. something that we've talked about, we'll, I'll put this up on, the, on our page. And maybe I'm crazy for thinking this, but like the poster for Clo- 10 Cloverfield Lane, mm-hmm. which is the name of it, looks like a hybrid of the Cloverfield poster and the Super 8 poster right. to me. Which makes me think that these three movies all take place in the same world. Right. Which are different time frames, I know, because yeah. Super 8's what, in the 60s? I think I 60s
0: say? or 70s, yeah. Yeah,
2: and then obviously Cloverfield is modern day. Yeah, and, and early so
0: 2000, yeah.
2: So, uh, I say modern day as though <laughs> the 70s were the 1500s. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, back in fucking Back in the 70s time. when we rode horses and shit. <laughs> still use stone tools whenever Um, we would have people who would take a trip up to the top of the mountain and get ice and bring it back down to the villages so they could cool things off that's actually even farther along the 1500s that's like the old west um but yeah i think that's i think it's going to be fucking cool yeah i'm I'm interested i've been wanting this because for a long time they talked about a cloverfield sequel the idea of another found footage type of thing yeah and i remember people they were saying the idea of uh, a news crew, right, is going out and, t- and profiling the military. You see one some, on the bridge during mm-hmm. the bridge scene, and doing like some story about oh, the, and like nothing involving combat or mm-hmm. war or this monster. And this thing happens in the middle of it, right. and they just tag along with the military. And then there was the idea that maybe the people who they see on the bridge would be doing maybe that would be the movie, right? So there was like Another a few different. Yeah. but they, they went somewhere totally different. Yeah, and they filmed this whole thing in secret
0: right yeah that was what you were talking about with like a code names and Valencia anything was about it the yeah code
2: names. and like so even like the synopsis is the synopsis for Valencia
0: right when that was up on IMDB it could and just it be was, the the false sort sure, of trip it could us be, out thing you never know. And well, then I'm curious about, like, the time frame, too. Is this, like, sure. how soon after Cloverfield? Is this a number of years? Is it, years? Is it right? To... Yeah. Or is it, like, just a little while after, you right. know? It's like... And then the thing to me is it didn't when just... When did
2: Cloverfield really happen, though? Because, I mean, literally, Cloverfield can happen any time after 9 Yeah, because I
0: don't think... I don't think there's a date on the on the camera on the on the screen. Yeah,
2: yeah, there is. There is. There's a date on some of the things. Yeah, and they're
0: having a, a party, but I can't remember if it's a birthday party or if it was a going away. That's right. It's a going. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, don't test me on this. <laughs> <microphone>. <laughs> well, you don't know the date, so I mean, I gotta. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting idea. And then thing too, like it doesn't just sound like something giant, sort of tromping around on the ground outside. Sure. like Sure, but there like some is shit some was, of that too, though. Yeah, but it also sounded like some shit was fucking at the door. Yeah. You know, so like, I'm kind of the interested. The idea that the, whole,
2: the fuck, that Cloverfield is coming by and like dropping those things Right, off.
0: yeah, so is it more of those little dudes or
2: is it something else entirely?
0: The, as, like, what, are the
2: idea that there's more
0: than one of them Yeah. at this then, point, and they're like, they're all over the country. I had just kind of thought too, if we're nuking the shit off. out of it, nukes could have not killed it, but could have done made something totally different. We've made it stronger. Could have created something else entirely. Something survived that was the tagline for the lost world the yeah, second jurassic <laughs> park book something, <laughs> something has survived man i'm fucking stoked about it i'm really curious to see more details as they uh, as they fuck come yeah. out definitely
2: fuck yeah man i would like because i mean i i really it was one of my favorite movies for a while like it was I really, really good. clover it's a
0: great giant monster flick it and it's a great handicap movie it's
2: a million times better it is it's a great of both those genres yeah. it's way better than the godzilla movie totally
0: yeah <laughs> Totally, goddamn Godzilla. And, and We see just as much of the monster. <laughs> you we see know? almost like...
2: just as much as Brian Cran- Cranston.
0: <laughs> he's not even in Cloverfield, <laughs> yeah. and he's in it almost as much as he's in goddamn
2: Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underuse Brian that's, Cranston. That's we need the to watch Trumbo by big... the way. Oh yeah, I've heard he's incredible. I've heard good stuff about we it too. To see that,
0: yeah. Um, fucking a Yeah, we should have done some oscar-y stuff.
2: Well, the Oscars have not happened yet.
0: I guess that's true. So we can do We've an Oscar a episode.
2: We can do the Oscar episode. And a, do, well, maybe we can do it live on Ustream. Oh, yeah, that's true. We'll do watch stuff the like Oscars that? and something. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure that out this week. Cool. Maybe. Yeah. We talk about we a do, lot. We do we, say we a, a lot of things. We have a real tendency of, like, of like claiming <laughs> we're going to do stuff and then not doing it. Yeah. Like, I was like, all these episodes are going to come out on Sundays from now on. And then I texted Ian two days later, and I was like, man, fucking Sundays, my hardest day at work. These are coming out on Monday on my day off from now on. And then that next Monday, that was my day off was my birthday. And I was like, I'm gonna doing it I'm today. Do it's my it birthday. Yeah. I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> but we will. We will try to stick to this Monday schedule from here on look, out, guys.
0: We do this shit for free, all right? yeah.
2: No kidding. <laughs> what do you think about the idea that Darth Vader is going to be in Rogue One?
0: I think that's an interesting and makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, it's something that
2: other when people. You, need when to you said it, it. I
0: was kind of like, oh, well, fuck yeah, like totally, he should be in that.
2: Can we do something uh, with Carrie Fisher? a la how they did Michael Douglas in Ant
0: Man. Oh, like make CG-er. her look a lot younger.
2: And so, because you know, like she's part
0: of what's going on. That's true. All because yeah, she's got the plans. So yeah. Han and Luke
2: and those guys would make no sense to right. show up. But like Leia she's specifically, the one that yeah, is wanting them to do this. Yeah, yeah, know, exactly. This like yeah, exactly. Her she's and the her one dad. who sends this yeah. message
0: off with R two and everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I mean. And then, too, like, are we going to straight up see Vader, too? I mean, they, too? I mean fucking, is this really that they, kind of
2: movie? The beginning of Star Wars is them going, you stole plans to yeah, the Death Star. Yeah, exactly. Stars. So, like, this has to tie into well, that. Well, the
0: way that they talk about it being, like, a heist movie, we might not see a lot of those guys. even if we, no. see, You know, but seeing, like, a glimpse of them would be really cool. Because uh, I imagine, for the most part, it's going to be more of, like, a behind-the-scenes.
2: Well, the thing is, like, SPH-y in a heist movie, thing. even in, like, Ocean's films, Italian Job, Ant-Man... There's got to be a guy that you're stealing.
0: Yeah, from. that's true. The dude there's who's got to be this guy who's yeah. like, Oh damn it, they got, they pulled <laughs> one over on <laughs> right. us, you
2: know, like, and that's got to be Darth Vader. Yeah, and that's there's, true. That's gotta be, it's got to be to the point where that's why he's so pissed when he walks onto that ship at the beginning of yeah. Star Wars. Because you know, he, like,
0: he's been fucking wronged.
2: Yeah. So I, I fucking yeah, love the idea. Of that's cool. James Earl Jones coming back doing yeah. some more Vader. I like that idea. That'd be great. He's still around. Yeah, that's Knock true. Knock on fucking wood. After <laughs> yeah, the past few weeks, man. God damn it. Oh man. <laughs> James Earl Jones, fucking stay safe tonight, man. Take your vitamins. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do, do whatever you gotta do, man we need you buddy just (laughs) fucking chill out you know something really strange that um, if you upload one of Michael Jackson's songs to the internet you can technically go to jail for longer than the doctor that killed him really yeah
0: that's an interesting fact (laughs) that's fucked up that is a fucked up thing American justice system yeah
2: (laughs) very uh, if you get caught with uh, with marijuana paraphernalia you can go to jail for longer than someone who molests a child (laughs) hey but you're not on a list yeah (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) our justice system um, which Woof. Speaking of which, you want to talk about the justices. And, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've all been watching Making a Murderer. Yeah. And uh, uh, I would think that Brendan probably has something to do with Glenn Fry's death, too. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, did you kill Glenn <laughs> Fry also? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple more things before we get out of here HBO news. Yeah. Um, HBO has acquired the rights to Sesame Street, yeah. strangely enough. So, <laughs> starting this week, two episodes of Sesame Street aired on HBO. Nice. They're up on the HBO Go app. There's also the last five years of Sesame Street streamable, and then a place called Sesame Street Classics, which is everything from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 80s, oh, all that kind that's of stuff. Cool. Not all of it, but like 50 episodes. Important or so. chunks, Yeah. yeah. So, um, enough to keep you occupied. It's a huge deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal for streaming services. Yeah, totally. Not just for HBO and not just for. But this is a big step away from television. Oh, for sure. Because, like, these are more and more of these things that are only available on television moving to some way to stream them are just cutting the fucking legs off of television. Yeah, definitely. Like,. It's getting to a point where what the fuck do people with kids even need TV for? Yeah, none. <laughs> like as as my son approaches and I start looking at like, well, what kind of shit or like, I don't need TV. There's so much stuff on Netflix alone. Do we Netflix need to get cable? Is, do we need I start thinking, you know, do we need to get cable for like Nickelodeon mm, and Disney right. Channel and stuff like that,
0: you know, will we need that stuff? Fuck no. Dude, Hulu finally got all of Rugrats. I mean, like, they're fucking, they're not fucking around. Hulu has all kinds of Nickelodeon shit? There's a lot more
2: Nickelodeon coming to Hulu, from what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard that we're going to see a lot of stuff. I mean, they already have a good chunk of stuff. I don't see why not. But but... we're going to start seeing, like, Hey Dude, Pete and Pete, (sighs) Are You Afraid of the Dark, Clarissa, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy. There's going to be a, yeah. a bunch. Of, from what I've heard, like, all oh, this is at Rocco. Right. Hey Arnold is coming back. Oh, fuck yeah. They're making another season of Hey Arnold. No shit. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Wow. <laughs> Everyone's back to Yeah, make so a fuck new Cable. Of- now yeah. is the
0: perfect time to have a kid for this kind of shit. I mean... But, like, yeah, not even just that. Like, Netflix alone has all these fucking movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. It has a kids-only section. Yeah. You can set up your Netflix to just be for the kid. Like, that's fucking The thing cool. I will say
2: that sucks about the kids section, I had to turn... I was making a profile for my unborn son. <laughs> and uh, because Ian walks in my house and <laughs> is like, no, I didn't just create a, uh, a fucking profile for Dylan and start watching Avengers episodes. <laughs> um, but, like, it, you don't have a list.
0: Yeah, that's really it strange. It doesn't have a
2: list for if you're on the kid's side. You just go find what the you want. The kid would
0: block it with so much much shit you'd be like i can't check it my netflix is moving so slow it's like well i've liked everything i've put everything on my list but i mean i guess like that's the thing though there's a lot of fucking stuff on there there is a really cool thing thing where you can
2: like search by character yeah at the very top yeah i don't think that was kind of just show me stuff with phineas and ferb just show me marvel stuff or whatever but um
0: that's a pretty cool way of doing that
2: yeah so sesame street though this is going to be like it's a it's a blow to PBS, yeah, because there's a nine month delay. Yeah, I thought there was like a
0: week. Nine thing.
2: months, it's crazy. So, like, if the episode that aired now will come out in September, it's nuts on PBS, <laughs> and they will still show classic episodes, but right. like, they don't. There's no streaming of it on that on their app. It's all on HBO. That's <laughs> the
0: only thing that's really sad, though. Is like. Really, public television's the one that needs to get kicked in the nuts. True. Like, I kind of feel True. bad about that. Like, PBS is the one thing I'm kind of like fucking cool with. Yeah. with TV, you know, like but
2: their their budget is falling apart. They can't make Sesame Street what
1: HBO yeah. can. No, make it. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's a big deal. It,
0: this way, at least Sesame Street still exists. Yeah. Because it could just fucking fade away. Yeah. You know, if if somebody didn't jump to the well, in all honesty, public broadcasting
2: like that, will but... be one of the things that goes away first. Yeah, definitely. Because no one's paying for it. Right. And the the more that, the less that people watch quote unquote television. Right. The things that aren't making any revenue are going to go away first. Yeah. I mean, you're not, how much, how, when people don't watch live TV, how do you
0: make money through a live telephone? Right. You, you don't. Yeah, you exactly. Don't. Uh, I guess you sell the CDs and DVDs of stuff later yeah. down the road, you know, but Which I don't really always, know anybody who's buying this all that so stuff. funny
2: whenever, like, before I got rid of cable, when I had a DVR. You know, I'd be watching something like, here's Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Madison Square Garden Show, you know, and like, right. something like that. And we're watching it. like, And then it goes with commercials like, if you'd like to buy a, a DVD of tonight's performance, like, bitch, I'm DVRing this. Right. What am I going to... Right, I've already got it. Offer yeah. me something better than that if you need some money. We've you been be killing like, public television for a long yeah. time, really. I mean... If you'd like a, a yeah. copy of the performance that you're recording right now, well, well <laughs> maybe the CD. Right. I yeah. definitely
0: don't want the DVD of it. I have it. You know, that's one of the things that's weird about public television anyways. It's not... Really, at least not hear A lot of like local things yeah. as much anymore. I mean, some of the stuff comes on like that, but for the most part, it's like their usual regular programming. Yeah. You know, fucking Antiques Roadshow or this old. Three whole two house one contact. Or, yeah, three two one yeah. contact hasn't been on there since nineteen
2: ninety. <laughs> electric company. Yeah, electric company. Totally.
0: <laughs> I don't know what is.
2: I haven't had TV in a long time. I don't know what's on there.
0: But yeah, and I mean, like in this day and age, like you don't need. Is Will that. and
2: Gray still a thing? <laughs> is Mad About You still
0: on? Totally. When. <laughs> to go home and watch this week's episode of Seinfeld. Yes, just one of them days. <laughs> I was I was gonna say X Files, but that's actually happening yeah, again. So yeah. soon I can actually. There's a trailer. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't and the first
2: it. episode is leaked. Oh really? I told you about that. Oh on yeah, you episode. did. Yeah, you, you did. You can find it on allegedly find it on torrent. So oh, okay. I
0: think. I don't want to cheat myself.
2: I know people have seen it. I've read reviews of it, <laughs> yeah. so I know it's been, it's I'm been seen. I'm stoked about that. Um, and Dana Scully is immortal. And homie is talking about doing a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading about he that. He said too. he's got two more movies ready. Holy shit. That he's written. Yeah. yeah. So get it going, Carter. It should be better than the second one, hopefully. Um We I don't I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twin Peaks premieres next year, January oh yeah. a year from now. So he's I've read that he's like halfway through writing all of it now.
0: I'm glad that he's back on, too. That was kind yeah. of a scary moment where he was like, no, I'm yeah. not doing this. But they were still going to go through with it. Yeah, that. and then he was just like, uh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> there's not <nothing> on <laughs> the peaks of that David
2: Lynch. Never mind. I'll right, exactly. Yeah, so, so I'm really
0: happy about that happening. Yeah.
2: Last piece of information today. Um, big one for me. When I was a kid, I read scary stories to oh, tell yeah. in the dark. I had all of them. My friends all oh, read I did them. too. We fucking loved them. We would sit around, and I, I just loved them. And like we've right. talked about the artwork in them, yeah. all of it. And they've been talking about doing a movie of scary stories, Tell in the Dark, for right. a while. And which is scary. Yeah. The idea that they would take because they're going to fuck it up. You're yeah, right. There's not many people that have the vision to do something that it has to. It has to look like those. Those. Drawings. Yeah, exactly. It has to have that feel to it to to work.
0: It's got to be uh, terrifying, you know, and and really get you in that way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's a there's a very distinct. Uh, artistry to it absolutely for sure that was just as important as the stories were I think and
2: for them to bring in Guillermo del Toro to do it there's no one better no not
0: at all there's no one better I couldn't fucking think of another person that would be that good for it I mean the dude's brain is those fucking watercolors. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's really, that's, I mean, that's the shit that he draws when he does his production, yeah. uh, pictures and stuff. They look like that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? So I'm fucking excited about that. I'm super that. excited. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Me if, too. I don't know when I,
2: it needs to come out at Halloween, obviously. Oh, I don't, fucking yeah, for sure. I don't sure. think it'll make it this Halloween. I think no. we're talking about next year probably, but, uh, Yeah, fucking stoked about that, man. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Um,
0: I'm just trying to, like, I remember the Viper being one of my favorite stories. I I want the (laughs) and Viper windows. (laughs) I love it, too. Like, I was reading an article about, um, you know, well, my mom worked in uh, elementary school libraries, and my middle school Mm -hmm. library as well. Um, But this is something that, like, a lot of parents all forever— when it comes to banning books they've always talked Big about those time, yeah. because not only are the pictures really fucking intense and dark and pretty gross but the stories tend not have morals to them they're no. not really like a cute bow at the end it's a fucked it's up, a scary story dark shit yep. and the guy who wrote it kind of said that that was the point that you know like life doesn't have a fucking happy ending in the bow sometimes people die because they die you know and that's you just should, the way that it goes you shouldn't and, be
2: surprised the book is called scary stories
0: to, to tell in the, the dark. dark right that's the point <laughs> you know, and, and I just scary. <laughs> yeah, they are <laughs> totally, they're totally scary. That's Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> I I totally did the, my job correctly, you know, and they were it, meant to be. Yeah. And I think that it's like, it, it is one of those things where like you fucking need to come into contact with something like that yeah. at some point in your youth. Yeah. And I think that like back, going back to the Deadpool thing, like, Okay,
2: you know what? Maybe your kid doesn't need a PG-13 version of Deadpool. Maybe your kid needs to fucking see the R-rated version right. of Deadpool. Because I'm going to say something that people don't say: that it's important for kids to see things they shouldn't when they're younger. Yes, that is an important yes. thing. It's an important thing for you to, if you live in a house where you don't get to see certain stuff, to go to your friend's house and, and his mom th- will let you watch Nightmare on Elm Street three yes. and yes. stuff like that. Because you don't need to be you don't need to grow up being afraid of everything. No. And when a parent said, uh, you know, and I understand the. The inconvenience of your child being afraid of something, right, and, or and, having to explain
0: uh, to them why something yeah. is the way that it is, but yeah. that's part of parenting. Exactly,
2: it's better that they start realizing that some things are scary, right, in the context of watching on a movie than in real life, right. It's better that it's better. Th- it's better to watch Nightmare on Elm Street than the news sometimes. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like we talked about that that fucking was it crazy prison riots thing on TV yes. in the middle of the day. You see a guy get stabbed in the fucking face, and they highlight it. But then they you, won't show you where little babies. But you can't eat, see titties. Though. Yeah, oh, no, no,
2: no. 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 We, Not at all. And the whole idea that we get so offended when women want to feed their babies in public—it's <laughs> right. just like Brilliant. we can't be a tit worshiping society. <laughs> we are a tit worshiping society. Oh yeah, most definitely. We fucking worship tit. Yes. Ass is catching up. Oh yeah, but we definitely worship tits for sure. And then we're like, but keep them put away. But let's not see them. Let's don't fucking take them out. Do you not like. Enough. Oh no, I love tits. I want them put but away. But I need them hidden. Just shut the fuck yeah. up. We're so sexually repressed. We that a woman can't even feed a child. Like she's not fucking. That's blowing not. Somebody. Yeah, it's not even fucking close she to, to, to whip being her sexual. Tits out, and two different dudes at Starbucks are sucking on each one of her tits, and she's got her head rolled back. Like, going, yeah, oh, this is the greatest give it to me. She's right. a baby. That which fucking thing is at one point, right? And baby, she can't order off. <laughs> Menu, You know, it's not like there's something at Starbucks. I'll have the titty milk, please. Yeah, you, could you give me a titty milk frap, please? <laughs> like, she's just, she has to feed the baby. She's got to feed the baby, yeah. It's just ridiculous. It like, is fucking nuts. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a little difference between that. And I'm not griping, because I'll see any titty. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Right. 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 But that one time that we were at Fozzie's, do you remember this?
0: (laughs) I don't. I I remember you telling me about it, but I was was so into my sandwich. Yeah,
2: and she was behind you, too. okay. There was a woman who, and it's also Fozzie's Sandwich Emporium is about the size of this podcast studio. And if you say anything, (laughs) anyone in the room can hear you. So it's not like I could be like, that
1: bitch is whipping her titty out.
2: But this woman whipped her boob out to feed her baby. And then a good 10 minutes went by before she actually fed the baby. Right. She's just holding her tit out and like doing stuff, getting in the fucking diaper bag. Tits out. Tits just still out. Just hanging out. And I can't focus on my sandwich until that areola's gone. Right. I was like, oh, there's a boob out. There's a boob out in here, guys. But get, you, get your shit done first. I will put up. I, w- I would gladly look at that woman's boob for 10 minutes as opposed to women not being able to feed their babies right. in public. That's yeah. crazy.
0: But, you know... Going back that to, was a
2: busted ass titty, though. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Well, like going back to like you know having to just parent your kids. You know, that's something that my mom always did. Like I saw Terminator 2 when I was way too young with my mom, and mm-hmm. anytime I had a fucking question or was confused about something, she would fucking explain it to me. Yep. And that, and you know what? I don't have a problem with Terminator 2. Yeah. You know, and like it's, and I don't get off on violence. It doesn't. It didn't fuck me up as a human. Something being. we don't think about.
2: And I'm, I'm just, I'm. When I say this, I'm, I'm, it probably sounds like I'm generalizing, but I'm drawing from my own. You know Experiences Right When I was a kid I saw Silence of the Lambs Before I should have Right But it made me think Differently about things Yeah And it made Not just about that movie But about in general Because it's got big ideas In it And things that kids Don't think about and it's sometimes you make interesting people when you expose them to shit like that. Right. You know, uh, nerfing the whole world and making everything soft and contact resistant and making yeah. everything non-offensive is going to make a bunch of boring fucking people that's yeah, exactly. what that's going to make. yeah, It's going to make a bunch of fucking stormtroopers. Right. <laughs> right. Everyone's the same color and scheme and everyone looks the same and they march all together and there's no fucking individuality. That's right. what we're going to get out of this fucking boringness of the world we're trying yeah. to put. Everything's got to be boring. We can't offend anybody. Right. No, no. You know, it's. Which there it's are some safe. places that you shouldn't offend people. Yeah. But some things you should shut the fuck up about. Right. You know, like bothering people who are like, don't fuck with stand up comedians.
0: Yeah. They, can, they artists can be able to say anything they want to Artists in general. It's like if you don't fucking like that art, go leave. Then don't fucking look at yeah. that art. Don't listen to that music, don't go see that stand-up comedian. Yeah, so don't go to, that movie. go to that movie. Just fucking stay away from it. Yeah. You know, if you don't know enough about it to know that you're fucking pissed off about it, maybe yeah. you should be more educated. I don't maybe like you should Nickelback fucking read about something. You
2: don't see me going to Nickelback shows and fucking this throwing is a fit. Yeah. How dare they I play here. Yeah, I just don't go. Yeah, exactly. To it. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. I just <laughs> watch something off
2: iTunes. It's not a big deal. Right. Just won't see Nickelback. Although broke Jalen's heart a few years ago, Nickelback came, well, Nickelback came through town, their opening act was Bush. Oh shit. And growing up, she loved the band Bush. Yeah. And just like, but I want to see Bush, but they're <laughs> opening for Nickelback. It's just like, like how?
1: <laughs> so sad.
2: It's so bad. It's like, hey, do you want to see your best friend from when you were 11 and you haven't seen them since you were 11? Oh, that would yeah. be great. Well, at the same time, your grandma's going to get molested over here in the corner. It's like, uh- Oh, but I really want to see my friend, but I Does don't want to have see to? that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Can Nickelback is the same thing as it's grandmother <laughs> rape. <laughs> grandmother rape and Nickelback are on the same totally level. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah,
0: Without a doubt, <laughs> With, no question.
2: Well, that about wraps it up for the FBC podcast this Ye-yaw. week, ladies and gentlemen. This, uh, oh, I guess we could say, we we did go see some live music this week. We saw oh, yeah, a yeah. couple cool bands: Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Yeah. And Green Sky Bluegrass, both were fucking killer, um, super cool bands. Um, uh, so check either one of them out yeah. if you ever get a chance to. Definitely um,
0: good bluegrass. F- really uh, fucking. I would say shit. Horseshoes and
2: grades are like. It's really crazy to see a group like 22, 23 year old guys who are doing this old timey music yeah. in the old style. They have one microphone up on the stage. Like, yeah. yeah, super cool, super fucking energetic. And then Green Sky Bluegrass comes out and they're just on another level. Yeah, and their dude can sing. Oh hell yeah. Um, but this week uh, on Friday in just a mere 4 days my friend yeah. we're going to see Tool, Tool and Primus which is going to be a huge deal for the two of us. Yeah. Um I'm fucking so excited. If it wasn't for me having a son in April it would be the biggest event of the year.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> we had to take birthing a child to have a big do we a bigger deal than this Tool concert. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. We will we will get, we'll get together next weekend after the show and talk about Fuck it and yeah. and, uh, and tell you where Tool's at right now and Talk about a bunch of other stuff, you know? So um, we are, we're also, like I said, working on guests and stuff. It's just the first of the year, and it's just yeah. uh, people are kind of linked up and busied up. But we're we're nailing down a date with the Vigilettes here pretty soon. We will finally have them. Um, our point. good buddy from episode number two, Ooh. Mr. Wayne Moran, yeah. radio personality and DJ Wayne Moran, is going to be coming next month to see Deadpool with us in the yeah. episode. Nice. So we will have that. And we're working on some other school stuff, so stay tuned. Stick around check us out yeah thanks for listening thanks for downloading thanks Thanks for please rate and subscribe on on iTunes because it helps us out if you can do that kind of stuff Um, and that's about it I guess Uh, for Ian Maxwell I'm Josh Custer and for Josh
0: Custer I'm Ian Maxwell and we would like to say (laughs) enjoy Enjoy your your boils. boils